0: chapter 6 verse 63 Jesus said the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life a warm welcome to the refreshing word of Calvary Baptist Church you are in for an uplifting time in God's word enjoy the message
1: the Calvary Hour. This hymn, O God, Our Help in Ages Past, Our Hope for Years to Come, Our Shelter from the Stormy Blast, and Our Eternal Home, introduces us the topic for today. When Paul was in prison, languishing, and almost nearing death, he came to a point where he had to write to the churches and to his friends asking for help. And the message for today is simply, we all need help. We all need help. God knows we need help. And you and I must know we need help. Because it is only God who is all-sufficient, all-powerful, who doesn't need anybody's help. Our text for today is taken from Second Timothy chapter 4 from verse 9 to 22 Timothy please come as soon as you can Demas has deserted me because he loves this life and has gone to Thessalonica Christians has gone to Galatia and Titus has gone to Dalmatia only Luke is with me Bring Mark when you come, for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with caprus at Ross. Also bring my books and especially my papers. Alexander the smith did me much harm, but the Lord would judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him for he fought against everything, he said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them, but the Lord stood with me and gave me strength so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear. And he rescued me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack. He will bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Let me read verse 18 again. And you can underline it in your Bible or your tablet. This is an assurance that Paul had. After saying we all need help, he's saying, It is only God who is our help in ages past. He said, yes, the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory and honor be to God forever and ever. Amen. Paul is facing death. He's been tried for insurrection. False charge that he was rebelling against the Roman Empire. And they framed him up. He has gone through one trial and waiting for the second one. But he knew for sure he was nearing death. Those were days they didn't live long. So he, according to most researchers, had almost passed the time when he was supposed to die. According to how long they lived in those days. But he was also sure that the Roman emperor at that time, Nero, was not going to let him go scot-free. He will kill him. And so Paul wrote this letter to the churches. To update them of what he was going through. He had written to Timothy and others to encourage them how they should do their Lord's work. But here, he's writing, asking for help. And he shows us something. You see, one would think that somebody like the Apostle Paul, a giant of the faith, the one who undertook first missionary journey, second missionary journey, third missionary journey, the one who was beaten and thought, they thought he had died and they left him to die, the Lord, Resurrected him to continue and on and on and on, will go on and on. He didn't need anybody, as you see. He was a macho man, he was a spiritual giant. He could pray and tell people, I pray more than any of you, I pray in tongues more than any of you. But here he is asking for help. It he tells us something, friends. It tells us that no matter how strong we think we are, friends, a time should come when we should be humble enough. We ask for help, even if you think you are strong. That's you and I who think we are strong, asking for help. But secondly, when somebody is asking for help, we should not think they are weak. Even if they are weak, we are there to bear one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ, Galatians 6, 1. So offer your help to somebody. Or the other part of it is, the third part of it, you may see somebody who needs help He may not even have asked you for help. But you think that you can go to a person and offer that help. Not only prayer, prayer by all means do, but on the physical side, on the human part, you can help that person. He can do it. And this is where we learn this from. Paul, the giant of the faith, asking for help. And he did get the help. Oh yes, he got help. In this passage before us, we will see Instances that can jolt our minds to let us know that everybody needs help. We all need help. In fact, just as I told his disciples a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. By this all men and all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. 1 John 13 34-35 So what are some of the things that caused Paul of all people to ask for help. And he didn't get that help. And what's, what is it that should inform you and I that we should offer help to each other and we should ask for help when we need it? We'll see at least seven areas that he asked for help. And let's see whether he got. First, we need help when a loved one has forsaken us. Paul is saying here, look, I need help. I need somebody to stand by me. Because a friend of mine called Demas has abandoned me. So you need help when a loved one has abandoned you. Say, Timothy, please come, come, come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loved the things of this world and has gone to Thessalonica. Most people believe that Demas was converted. He was a follower of Paul. He was excited to follow Paul. He was full of fire, full of zeal, supporting Paul left and right, left and right. But somehow, as he got more and more into the battles of life, as he was tried, as he was tested, he got more absorbed into this world. He got more excited about the food, the fun, the entertainment, the troubles that were going on within his life and the life of the ministry was so much that Demas abandoned Paul. He left Paul for the world. Maybe he enjoyed being in Rome and looking at the things that happened in Rome They were more exciting for him more than being with Paul in prison. So he departed and left Paul for the world. I must grieve Paul, He's telling Timothy, you come, please come, as soon as you can come. Paul will count on Timothy as his son. Friends, there are people who should be able to call for help and count on you for help. There are times when people are deserted by their loved ones, either through death, which is a natural cause, or through divorce, or sickness, people die, or accident. Some are left us orphans, and they count on you. You see, life can give us a raw deal sometimes. And Paul was shattered and broken because we all need companions. Recently, somebody told me a story he thought was funny. So I met two 70-year-olds, a man and a woman who are getting married. And he asked, Pastor, are they doing the right thing? And I said, well, they haven't come to me for advice. But if a 70 year old man has found a 70 year old man, they want to marry each other and they are in the Lord, they love each other. Everybody needs a companion. So why? If they feel that's what God wants them to do, God is his own interpreter. Paul asks for help. Timothy, come as soon as you can, for Demas has deserted me. Not for any good reason. As far as Paul was concerned, because he loved the things of this life. He loved the things of this life. There are some who are backslidden who love the things of this life. He love the food, the fun, the entertainment, the adultery, the fornication, the booze, and all these things. I tell you, if you are one of those people, can you repent and say, Lord God, have mercy on me. Let me be on fire for you. And Jesus told the churches, I wish you were hot or cold, because you're neither hot nor cold. I will spew you, out of my mouth. Be hot for the Lord. Maybe you need you know somebody who has been deserted. He's alone. He's lonely. Can you go and be a companion to that person? Maybe age is telling on that person. He's no longer faithful or fruitful in coming to church. He's weak. The knees are weak. The eyes are weak. The ears are weak. They cannot. Can you go and offer help to them when a loved one is gone? When somebody feels forsaken because they are no longer loved by their community, who are not even aware of it, can you be that comfort, that pillow, that walking stick that offers them help? Secondly, there are some who may leave a person because they must move on to their own ministries. So Paul is saying Christian entitles have moved on. You see, Christians has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. These two people did not abandon Paul, but they had to move on to their own ministries. There are some people God has given tasks to, and Paul was not going to be selfish to keep these men here. He wanted them to go on. He wanted to release them to go and do what God has called them to do, because each and every one of us has been given a gift, has been given a mission, has been given a task by God, And they were not meant to be sitting down there attending to Paul. Paul knew it and they also knew it. So Paul blessed them. And we're told that these people went to what is now called what was called Yugoslavia. They went to Europe. Remember, Paul had a vision. He wanted to go and minister somewhere and he heard the Lord telling them come over go to Macedonia and help them there. Yugoslavia Dalmatia as it was called at that time it was a very important place in Europe and you had to go there today that place Dalmaticia which later on change the name to be Yugoslavia look at the name look at here here listen to what those territories are called today Bosnia Herzegovina Croatia Macedonia Montenegro Serbia and Slovenia this is what the ancient Dalmatia consisted of, Paul thought, somebody must go there. Somebody must share the work. And Christian had gone there to go and do the work of God. And Titus had gone to Dalmatia to do the work. He we went to Galatia and Dalmatia. They went there to do their own ministry. But Paul still needed somebody to be with him. Are you that person with the gift of help who can be there to help Paul? So move on to their own ministries The ministry God has called them Each and every one of us has a task given by God But may he give you the burden to also minister to somebody who needs your help Thirdly, some are called to carry on the ministry for the Lord To be with Paul Now Paul is saying, I am here But the ministry of the Lord must go on and Luke is attending to me, I bring also Mark that is useful to me. In verse 11 says, Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come, for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. Interesting. Luke was with Paul. Luke, we know, was a physician. Paul, we are told towards the end of his ministry, was ill, was sick, and he needed help. And Luke, the beloved physician, was there to help him, taking care of his knees, his eyes, his body. His, I mean, he's been beaten so much that he was probably very weak. Luke was there to help him. But then the Mark that Paul said was, no, was not good, He should not follow them. He's telling Timothy, when you come, bring Mark with you. When you come, for he'll be helpful to me in my ministry. Oh, some believe Mark. joined him. It was a faithful partner, a prayer partner, helping him writing sometimes for him, doing all kinds of things to help him. He needed somebody to carry on the ministry of the Lord, look to take care of him physically, but mark to be a secretary or some companion or a prayer warrior of some sort to be with them. Friends, are you willing to come along somebody? Are you willing as a doctor, as a physician, as a technical person to come along and help somebody who needs your help? Or, like Mark, to be somebody's helper. Showing them that, yes, the Lord can use you to bring help to somebody in need. It's interesting. Paul was not embarrassed. He was not ashamed to ask for help. There are some of us who are too proud to ask for help. There are some of us who are never, never forgiving. But I am surprised at what Paul did. He said, bring Mark with you when you come for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. Yes, Mark had deserted him. Paul fought with Barnabas over Mark. So he said, no, I won't have this boy. I won't have him again. But now towards the end of his ministry, he may have heard that Mark has repented. Mark is reformed. Mark has become mature. So Paul was willing to give him a second chance. Are you willing to give people a second chance? And are you willing for them to come and be by your side for them to also experience the grace of God. Okay? Sometimes people who have misbehaved or sometimes people who have done something wrong, the Lord is able to convict them and convince them that they've done wrong and they may be looking for an opportunity to prove that I was wrong and I need to make amends. But Are you willing to accept those people? You no. Know, there are many, many times We as believers or as Christians, all people sin against them. Oh, this is a backsliding Christian. Oh, he backslided. He went back into prostitution. He went back into sin. He went back to this. When we were in school, he was this, he was that. And you make life so difficult for those people. But not Paul. Not Paul. I'm sure if even somebody like Demas had come back, Paul would have accepted him. Of course, we know he didn't come back. But here is Paul asking specifically, Bring Mark with you when you come. For he will be useful. He had hope and confidence that Mark will be helpful. You think Mark went? I'm sure he went. And that's why I'm telling you and I today. That we can offer help to those who need help. Maybe others have written you up. Maybe you are looking for an opportunity to be useful. You don't need to be a preacher. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be an evangelist. You don't need to be anybody with any big name. But just stepping along somebody helping that aged person helping that blind person physically challenged person to do their ministry will be a source of help helping pay that child's school fees helping, helping giving a hand to somebody will be a very useful thing that you can do and the Lord will bless you for it Hallelujah and the fourth thing he shows us is that a fellow laborer who have been sent to have his own ministry. Some left him because Paul sent them away. Verse 12 said, I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. I sent him there. So here was Paul, not being selfish enough. He could see the gift in people, he sent them away. There are some pastors, some preachers, some churches that are so intimidated by the gift of others. Oh, there's a prophet, there's a healer, there's an evangelist, there's an anointed person. And you can see that this person, he may not he may not have any ministry in your, in your church or ministry. He may have a bigger place. He may have, he, may, he needs to be sent abroad. He may, he, he may have to go outside your church, the four walls, because there are many, many talents. There are many gifts that the Lord needs to send outside to explore new territory on the hills, the valleys. Look at how the missionaries came to Africa. They came here. And they were dying, but they felt sent. Oh, look at the Caris who went to India. Look at the David Livingston who came to Africa. We I they are heard about a mission field in one part of the of, of, of Ghana, and they are looking for somebody. We say no, I don't want to go to any village. I don't want to. I want to be in the city. Where there'll be good school for my children, where there'll be swimming pool, where I can have all the groceries and all the luxury. Yes, we all need those things. But if you feel the Lord calling you, is He able to provide for you? You may have your own ministry. If the Lord has called you, you are His laborer. Are you willing to go and labor where the Lord has sent you? Yes, Paul, he recognized that Taikikus, we have a ministry. So he said, I sent Taikisus. Ephesus, or maybe going to replace Timothy over there, or also to perform another type of ministry. He sent him there, was willing to let him go, and therefore he was also still longing for others to come and be with him and serve alongside him. Paul was such a very remarkable man, a man with a large heart. We are told that sometimes. When he was in the, in the prison, they would send guards to Garden 24-7. And anybody who came there, he would preach to the person and teach them. And very soon, all those in Caesar's household got to know that the man was in prison because of Christ. Even in the book of Philemon, we see a man called Onesimus. He may have run away and gone to Rome to go and have fun. But when he got there, he got in touch with him. a man called Paul. And Paul may have witnessed to him and ministered to him and sent him back to go back to his master, Philemon, and say, yes, the man was not useful to you, but I'm sending him back to you to be a useful man, to bear testimony of God's forgiveness, of God's goodness. So that was Paul. And certainly, if he's sending people away to their missionary ministry, is he getting a replacement that God will send somebody else to minister to them? Some will go, some will come. And you can be sure of this, when others come, you pray for them, pray with them, teach them the word. Can you just imagine what it means to sit at the foot of the Lord, of the Lord's servant Paul, teaching you, recalling the testimonies, sharing with you the institutional memory, the thing that he has learned, and pouring the anointing and the blessings on you and what you will learn. Oh, amazing. Yes, yes. It is good to be a servant of God. So he sent his fellow laborer, he sent him to go on his own ministry because Paul was not one who wanted to be selfish. That type he spend time with me. He was willing to send him. And I hope the Lord takes somebody to go and replace him. Then he needed help. The fifth reason we see why he needed help is that he needed some personal items. Everybody has needs, physical needs, not only spiritual needs. So he's telling his son in the Lord, verse 13, when you come, be sure to bring the coat I left in campus across, also bring my books, and especially my papers. So he had personal needs, personal supplies. Sometimes we need food, sometimes we need supplies. Today we use all kinds of gadgets. Maybe These were days before. Phone, these were days before air conditioning. These were days before heaters. You see, I left a coat there. Maybe it was feeling cold in this damp room. I need a coat. That will keep me warm. I need it. And he wanted to be intellectually sharp. So bring me the books. Bring me the parchment. Something that I can read. Bring my Bible. Bring my concordance. Bring me something that I can read. And be sharp for the Lord. So he's asking for help. Because somebody had to bring it. He couldn't get out of that room to go and bring those things. He had left it in trust, hoping that he would go back. But he's not going back. So he help me personally. I needed. it. He needed the personal items. He needed the books and the documents. Maybe he needed to do some research, to write some more. He wanted the Lord to continue using him. And I can, I can assure you, as laying lay that prisoner waiting death, he was not going to be idle. He needed to keep on working, working, working. Because he remembers the parable that the Lord gave, occupy till I come, be busy till I come. And that was Paul. Near the personal items. Friends, there are people, sometimes they are in their rooms, they need food, they need clothing. It's only Christmas and Easter that we remember them. But may the Lord put somebody on your heart, somebody who needs medicine, somebody who needs injection, somebody who needs some personal personal touch and let the child who needs some help oh Jesus help us to see the need of others around us and help them. Then another one we see Paul had a need just for companions to stand beside him because he felt so lonely some people to be there with him. What was he asking for? He said look when I was in I was going for trial. Everybody deserted me. Nobody. Since so the first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May not be counted against them. So that you know a believer, you know a brother, you know a sister, you know they have a reputation. And this world we live in is a very wicked world. Do one wrong thing and everybody will insult you and abuse you and nobody will speak for you. That's how Paul felt. When he went to when he went for that trial, he was alone. I wanted someone to stand by him, a brother or sister to be there in the dark to comfort him, and the Lord will help you. Near somebody it be that person who stands by somebody. Who reminds us of how Christ was sent to trial and they all abandoned him, even Peter denied him. May you not deny the saints when they need you. And the last, not least, of what we See here is how Paul ended. No matter what happened, he needed help. But he affirms where he started from and where we should start from. He says in verse 18, and I say, and I read it again. Yes, yes, the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. No matter what you go through, we all need help. And the help we need above all help is help from God. Human help is good. Let the human beings help you and be sure to help somebody. But the greatest help comes from God. You know this Lord as your savior. If not, give your life to him. And if he's your Lord and savior, he encourages you to also be of help to others. Just like he continues to help you. Stay blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: You just heard the radio broadcast from Calvary Baptist Church headed by Reverend Dr. Fred Dagby We trust you've been blessed. Do join us on Sunny FM every Saturday from 8 to 8.30 PM for an awesome time in the Word of God. Locate us right opposite the Mr. Big's Restaurant in Adabraka near the Kwame Nkrumah Interchange. As well, we're in Shiashi across the motorway from the Accra Mall. In Oibi, we're near the Kears Valley Event Center at the Goyo Filling Station. Our Amasaman campus is on the Danbridge Montessori school premises near the Amasaman government hospital. Again, we are in Botiano opposite the Botiano polyclinic. Otherwise, follow us on Facebook at Calvary Baptist Church GH and on YouTube at Calvary Baptist Church TV or email us via Baptist Ghana at yahoo.com. You can also call us on 024-369-0485 or 302 231 854 or reach us on WhatsApp number 0200-181680. God bless you.